Welcome to Life Club. This is George G, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong and powerful Drew White. Drew, are you ready to do this? I am ready, man. <laughs> All right, let's let's go. Drew is an entrepreneur. He's a questioner of antiquated systems, a lover of family, finances, and fun. He's a former pediatric oncology nurse turned modern wealth consultant focused on infinite banking. Drew, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Yeah, I'm from Omaha, Nebraska, born and raised. Um, have a wife, two kids, and yeah, I, I uh, started out as a pediatric oncology nurse, as you mentioned. Um, graduated with about one hundred fifty thousand dollars plus in student loan debt, and as a nurse, you know, I think I was making like thirty five thousand a year when I first graduated, and I was like, hmm. these numbers, you know, they don't really add up, right? <laughs> and uh, and I remember like sitting down with you know with my dad, and he he doesn't have a background in finance, but he knew a little Dave Ramsey, and sitting down with him. And, uh, and, you know, I'm, and so he, we're looking at the numbers and it was like, wait a second, half of what I make is going to pay off what I just did to myself, you know? And so that I, I go back that to that story because that's really what kickstarted my financial journey. I'd never really thought about money. Um, just wasn't on my radar. And from there, I just had this passion and just started like reading everything I could. Um, and, you know, and, and it was a process, you know, it's not like it was overnight. I learned everything I could about money. You know, it was like a 10 year journey and um, I've, you know, flipped mobile homes and then found my way, you know, to this infinite banking, which we can talk about, you know, but and uh, and so that's just kind of so it kind of kickstarted with that debt journey and then really reading more and like, hey, what are other wealthy people doing? I did the I did the Dave Ramsey gazelle get out of debt. But then for me, the issue was like, wait, I'm at zero now. How do I? you know, what do I do? I don't know what to do now, you know? And so, um, so that's really where I kept, you know, this, that thirst for knowledge just kept going. And, and that's how I found my, my way to doing the, um, you know, eventually kind of found my way to modern wealth consultant was through listening to podcasts, um, reading the book, becoming your own banker and just, um, and then just, and I always knew I had this kind of passion to teach others about money. And so, um, you know, it's something my wife and I do, and I just became really passionate about it. Nice. Well, I appreciate that. Is pediatric oncology is that cancer for kids it is yeah yeah so yeah and i you know and i i also um in here in nebraska we um have nebraska medicine is one of like the i'm not i haven't worked there for years but um they're one of like they're world renowned for doing liver small bowel pancreas transplants so i also took care of a lot of kids in that area but um, a lot of oncology as well. And uh, yeah, and it was, it was one of those things I became a nurse and I realized pretty quick into it, like, you know what, this isn't for me forever. Um, because, you know, I knew like, I'm gonna have a family someday. And I, I just the weekends, the holidays, um, the pay, <laughs> you know, and so I love my time doing it. I met a lot of amazing people and actually became friends with some of the people that I, you know, took care of their kids. And, um, but uh, once you have kids, it's, you know, a nurse told me once, once you have kids, um, she's like, you're, you're, you know, you're a great nurse. You're already very compassionate. She's like, but you're going to realize you can't do this forever. And she mm. was totally right. I was like, ah, no, you, you know, but no, once I had kids, it was like, oh, no, I, I can't, you know, you just start worst case scenarioing when they scrape their arm, you know? <laughs> so um, it was, de- but it was, I learned a lot and met a lot of awesome people in that career. Yeah. Interesting. In a, that I, I've got just immense all the respect in the world for Dave Ramsey. I think he's probably the most important financial person um, in the world. I'd never really thought about it how 
sort of you, 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 you get to the pinnacle of I'm now debt free. Mm-hmm. Now what? Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so then, then, then you start educating yourself and you go and you're flipping mobile homes, which is mm-hmm. amazing, but random, right? <laughs> yeah. Very random. Yes. <laughs> um, and then you, you stumble onto or come across uh, this infinite banking. Mm-hmm. What is it about the infinite banking that has held your attention differently than other things have? Yeah. Um, that's a really good question. It's, you know, and for me for a little bit, it took a while to like kind of wrap my mind around it. Um, because like you mentioned, you know, I have background from Dave Ramsey. I've discussed and Dave's not a huge fan of whole life insurance and, mm-hmm. and it is using whole life insurance. But what I, you know, what really kind of struck me is this idea of, you know, basically creating your own banking system where right now um, banks take our money, right. And they go make more money with it. And then they, they, they kick us back a 0.1, 0.2% you know, which is really nice of them when they're making like six to 10% on our money. Um, And so we're basically loaning them our money when we put it in and when we deposit into their system. And so when I started reading up on this, it's like, wait a second, I couldn't, you know, kind of stop feeding the beast of these banks and have my own system that has lots of tax-free guaranteed growth. Um, But I can also leverage that and use it to go do real estate, to go, um, you know, buy businesses or, you know, invest in crypto if you're new crypto. And so, um, so they're just, you know, and just having, for me, having that control over my money, especially after where I came from with this debt, you know, I really liked that idea of being in control of my own money supply. Um, and then I really connected with just the founder of the idea, Nelson Nash, um, just a really like quality person. He's since passed. Um, but he was very much about, you know, leave a blessed man leaves an inheritance, you know, for the next generation, basically. And so, um, and I, I kind of botched the quote, but that's, you know, basically what he would say. And so he was really into generational wealth transfer and making sure of taking care of the next generation. And so I connected a lot with his, his message as well. So there were multiple nuances, but it was like, once I was like one of those things where I don't know if you've ever had that I'm reading the book and it was just like, Oh my gosh, this is like what I want to do. This makes so much sense. And it's just like, oh, you know, so <laughs> uh, I don't know if that answers fully, but oh, yeah. for sure. That, that, that's great. Thank you. Yeah. Um, it strikes me that, that we're at a time right now where we are questioning so many different things. And we're talking mm-hmm. a lot about decentralization. And in a lot of ways, infinite banking has been doing that for a long time. Yeah. Definitely. Um, which is, you know, also why I'm a fan of Bitcoin, <laughs> and, uh, which, you know, we could we could get into. But um, yeah, I, I completely agree. It is a way of, you know, taking back control of your own money supply. And, um, you know, and a lot of people just don't realize that what banks are doing. You know, like I never thought about that. I never thought, what's the bank do when I give them my money? Right. Or when I like I just assumed it's sitting there. Right. You know, we're just like, yeah, it's sitting there waiting for me. Um, and then it's like, as I started to ask questions, like you said, we're in this time of kind of questioning. Um, it's like, wait a second. Why do sometimes when I want to take a large amount of my money, do I have to ask permission mm. to do that? You know, like it's my money. <laughs> and so that's another thing that, you know, drew me to the infinite banking. It's like, I call up the insurance company and I say, I want the money. And they say, well, how fast do you want it and where? And they don't say, you know, uh, give me your dog's medical records and all of these things that you have to give the bank when you want to do anything with, with money and what are you going to use the money for? And so, um, so yeah, you know, definitely like questions are really what led me there. Like you said, it's very, um, 
how I got to this point. So there's a big benefit on interest, certainly, and but also taxes. And mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on in Nebraska with taxes, but if you happen to be living in California or some other states when they're talking about increasing taxes by a substantial amount, this is also going to be a beneficial thing from an infinite banking standpoint, from a tax perspective. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like in terms of funding it and things like that, it's like Roth, right? You pay, you know, you, you basically, you've already paid your tax on the money that's going in. It's not going to be taxed again. Um, and so, you know, like it's, it's very similar in that structure. Um, the growth in it, the, you know, we talk about that 4% tax for guaranteed that goes on in a whole life contract. And there was some law changes. Some of them are at 3% right now. Um, typically it was 4% plus dividends. Um, if you have someone structured the correct way, that can all be tax-free guaranteed growth. Um, and then when you take that loan on the policy, um, also you're not taxed on the money. It doesn't count as income. Um, and then there's ways to structure it when you loan it. Like if you have a business or a real estate, when you loan it to yourself, you can structure a loan repayment system back to yourself that can be very tax beneficial as well. And then, yeah, the death benefit is the, you know, that's the part that we don't focus as much on the insurance part, but that is a part of it. And when that death benefit gets paid out someday, well, it's tax-free as well. And so, yeah, there really is a big component and I don't know, you know, uh, I'm assuming most in your audience and you would probably agree. Most people think taxes are probably going up in the future. And so anything we can do to protect ourselves from that, you know, the better and add another tool to our tool belt. Yeah. I think it's, it's such a, the, the, the benefits to permanent life insurance, specifically in this example, whole life insurance mm-hmm. are, are great. Like, why wouldn't I want to do that? Mm-hmm. But I, I, I then look at and say, okay, well, we need to make sure that all the different aspects of my financial life are taken care of because the thing wants premium every month. Right. Mm-hmm. So how do you talk to people about that? Yeah, I think, you know, the one thing is we always, we, you know, we provide coaching. And so each person's situation is different. So we never say, Hey, here's, you know, you got to put X in and do this. Um, so we always come up with a plan that, you know, they're comfortable with um, and they can, they can do monthly, they can do annually. Um, you know, like I fund mine annually because I get a little bit better rate for that. Um, the other thing we talk about is, you know, is looking at those premiums more like a deposit because we're talking about it as a banking system instead of like, oh, this is a payment I have to make because that's still money you're going to use. And it's, you know, it's just basically rerouting the money that would have gone to maybe a savings now into this. And then you're still going to go put it to use. And, you know, that's another big part of the concept that some people I don't hear talk about a lot is this idea that like a lot of the wealthiest people I've met keep their money in motion. Um, so we're not talking about like, Hey, open up this private banking system and park your money. It's like, no, keep it in motion. And the reason is inflation, right? I mean, I think they reported 6.8% people I talk with that say, if you use numbers from around 1980, when they were a little bit more accurate, it's probably double digit, but you know, we don't, we don't have to get into that. Um, so you got to keep your money in motion because if it's just sitting there, you're, you're losing, it's being devalued. And so, um, so that, so I just wanted to throw that nuance in there that really we talk about like motion is really like a law of God. Right. And so you have to, your blood has to circulate for you to, to, to live your air has to flow in and out of your lungs for you to breathe. Um, you know, water can't stagnate. It's got to move. So, uh, that's another key component to that system as well. Nice. Never thought about that before. 
True. <laughs> that stuff's always got to be proven. That's Nelson Nash. I stole that from him. That's in his book. So <laughs> I can't claim it. Nice. All right. So if I'm interested in setting something like this up, what what do I need to do differently than just buying a, a whole life policy from a, a life insurance company? Yeah. So most, you know, most like life insurance agents don't really know infinite banking or how to set it up. And they might even tell you, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know a little bit about that. Um, but there's actually a certification you can go through. Obviously I have that. I'm not, you know, trying to say I'm better than other agents, but um, you know, so there's a certification. So you want to look for someone that is qualified, knows how to set up because um, I have worked with many people who've come to me and said, I have an infinite banking policy. And it turns out, you know, no, they've got like, you know, universal life or variable universal life. They can't take any loans on it for five years. And um, I had someone that had a term insurance policy that had this rider on it that made them think it was, you know, infinite banking, but turns out really all it was, they just get their money back at the end, at the end of this term. And so there's a lot of people that will tell you, yeah, I know how to set that up. Um, and even if you just need someone to lay eyes on it, look up, you know, you go to the Nelson Nash Institute and you can look up someone near you um, that would help you, but you definitely want to make sure you're working with someone who knows how to set it up properly, because a lot of people really honestly don't a lot in this industry really don't. And even, even, even at the insurance companies, some of them don't totally get the infinite banking thing. So what are some of those things that, that, that you need to do? What does it mean to set it up properly? Yeah. to set it up properly. So, you know, you're going to, you're going to look to overfund it initially. You're going to meet with, you know, meet with someone who's going to sit down figure out, you know, what are your goals? What are you trying to do with this? Um, then from there, you know, and we'll, and we teach about the infinite banking concept. And if it's something that you're interested in moving forward, you know, um, we'll help, you know, you, that person would help you get set up with the application, um, you know, which sometimes involves a physical, sometimes you don't have to, depending on how much you apply for, um, you want to figure out, you know, your funding level. And like I mentioned, you kind of, I don't want to get like two in the weeds on people, but you're going to want to overfund it for the first about four years so that you build up that cash value. And that's some of the nuances I learned, like, you know, why Dave Ramsey, you know, isn't a big whole life guy because traditionally designed, it's really not great. Uh, I totally admit that. And that's why the first four years, you want to really get it overfunded and build that cash value up. Um, and so that you want to make sure they have something on there called a PUA rider. Um, so those are a few of the you know things that you'll need to know to get set up. All right. So, so when we look at a whole life policy, it says, okay, I'm, I'm 40, 40 years old. Um, I have a $500,000 death benefit. That's going to spit out my premium. Say, mm -hmm. okay, it's 500 bucks a month. Great. And when you say overfunded, that means we need to create a mechanism that allows me to put in instead of 500 bucks a month, which is what the policy is asking for. I want to put a thousand dollars a month in. Mm -hmm. Yep. So, you know, the way we design it, I would say is we actually reverse engineer it. So it's backwards from like most insurance people are going to say, how much death benefit do you want? Okay. Let's, you know, let's get that. And then we'll see what your premium is. So we're actually, because we're using it for banking and less about insurance, we're saying, how much do you want to put into your banking system first? Then we kind of tell you, okay, that's, this is what your death benefit equals. Now we do have people that come to us and they say, well, I really, I want to switch from term to this because, you know, I can get all these benefits, but I still want to have this much amount of coverage. So we do help people in that way. Um, but really our focus is more on like helping, you know, investors, business people, you know, anybody really 
to set this up with how much they want to get into their system. And then we, we kind of work backwards. So it's a little bit opposite of traditional um, insurance, but you are right that we say, okay, um, well, we're going to overfund it the first four years. So we need to make sure we we're prepared for that. And then actually after that, your, your funding is about 40% of that number after that. So, so that's kind of the, the way we, we start and figure that out. Got it. Yeah. It's super, it's super interesting that, that these policies are, are very customizable, flexible, mm-hmm. sort of, those are two terms you, I guess, could choose. Is there yeah. a term that you use? Um, no, I think that's good. That's yeah. It's very much, you know, flexible um, to, to a limit, you know, but yeah. So and to that, that, that's a really important thing because you don't want to break it because you can break it. And, mm-hmm. and that means you put too much money in or you just do things the wrong way and then you don't get the tax benefits anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's a huge component. And, you know, something like when you asked about um, getting it set up, the other key component I've left out is you want to be working with a mutual insurance company. That's a huge part of this process. Um and, and so I mentioned that because a really good mutual insurance company is going to tell you when you've reached that limit that you mentioned, it's called a MEC limit. And so they're going to, you know, they're going to say, Hey, if you put this in, it's going to, you're going to go over your MEC limit. This is going to become a taxable vehicle. Do you want to do that? And, uh, and, you know, they won't, they're not going to let you do that without you, you know, knowing, but, um, and the reason for that mutual insurance company is that, you know, you are for all intents and purposes now a, a shareholder in the company and you get the dividends as well. And so that's a key component I should have mentioned earlier as well. Drew, you're going to drive over the cliff. You need to turn the wheel of the car. Yes, that's right. Thanks, yes. mutual insurance company. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you have a sense of how many mutual insurance companies are, 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 are out there doing business? Is it a lot? Is it few? There are a lot. Um, we only work with a few, but there are very, there are quite a few. Yep. Um, and so, but you know, we, we kind of, try to tailor it to who's really infinite banking friendly, who's providing really good guaranteed, you know, um, return. And also, um, you know, who's been in business for years and years and years. And then, and then customer service is a huge part. So that's another, because you're going to, you're going to be contacting them and talking with them or us about, you know, taking a loan and, and all these things. And so you want to work with someone that's just, you know, knows what they're talking about. Who are some of your top carriers? Yeah, so we work a lot with Emeritus, um, and then we also work with uh, Lafayette Life. We can really work with anyone, um, but those are just a couple of the, the top two that we really typically work with. Got it. Well, Drew, the people are ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them? <laughs> you know what? Um, I would say for me, one of the things that has been just the most beneficial this year is, or this past year, I guess we're in the new year now, um, is learning about the gap and the gain. Um, it's a Dan, Dan Sullivan book. I've actually not full disclosure. I haven't read the book. I was taught the concept. Um, and it's been a huge game changer for me, uh, because, you know, basically the gap is when you is measuring backwards with your life. So it's measuring, say, we'll just say, since we just hit the end of the year recently, you know, you measure back at where you were at the start in January to where you were at the end of the year. Um, the gap is where, and so that's, so that's the game uh, is, uh, January to, you know, to December. The gap is your vision of the future, um, you know, where you want to be, which is you're really always changing, right? Because as you grow, your vision changes and you realize, oh, I'm capable of more and more and more and more. And so if you live in the gap, always looking at where you want to be, 
um, it can lead to this feeling of not enough, you know, and, and, and I should be doing this and really, um, feeling a lot of guilt. Right. And so, um, I have guys on our team who call me out all the time because I live in the gap because I want to, you know, get advance and, and further my career and further myself. And so I can, all, I can constantly be there and be like, I'm not enough. I'm not measuring up. And it's great to have goals. Great to have that vision. I'm not saying that, but you don't want to live in that space. You want to say, Hey, let's measure back. Let's see, where was I a month ago? Where was I a week ago? And so for me, like with health and finances, it's like, I didn't hit all my goals in 2021, but when I measured back, it's like, oh my gosh, this is the best I've ever eaten and exercised in my life. Yeah. I have times where I fall off, but, um, so that's that for me, that's something I've been sharing with a lot of people. Cause it really has helped me to start realizing like, you know, live in the gain. And there's one way, easy way you can do it at the end of the day is just write down three wins today and maybe, and then three wins for tomorrow. And that's a huge, you know, way to help you stay in the game and see what are, how did I win today? So. Well, I think that is great stuff that definitely gets, come on, got <laughs> to live in the game. Yeah. Excellent. Dan Sullivan is great. He's uh, I, he I've, is, I've yeah. paid attention, enjoyed his work for a long time. So thank you for that. Yeah. Drew, thank you so much for coming on. Where can people learn more about you and how can they engage with you? Yeah. So if you go to my website, www.ibcdrew.com, which stands for infinite banking concept drew.com. Um, also I'll give out my phone number on the podcast. It's 402-515-2692. So you can use that or you can click uh, to schedule a call with me and uh, I can tell you if we'd be a good fit or not and go from there. Excellent. Well, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Drew your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to ibcdrew.com. It's ibcdrew.com and check out the resources, hop on a call and find out if y'all are a fit for one another. Thanks again, Drew. Thank you, George. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight. We are all in this together.